Welcome to the KHOW Podcast. You've joined a community who focuses on following the word, living the word, and doing the word. We hope you enjoy these messages. So, so funny. Um, not funny, but Holy Spirit is so, I just, I love him so much. He's so one spirit, right? Flows through all of us, but it's one mind, it's one spirit, it's one voice. And even in Tierra's prayer, what I wanted to say today as a praise report, is it a praise report? I don't know. But what I'm going to say is that I ain't got no notes, y'all. And y'all know that this has been a journey for me, right? Um, but what the Lord has been showing me over the journey, yeah, thank you for the clap, yo, because um, I, um, listen, the, the notes is a form of control for me. The notes is a form of a backup or a cushion to fall back on when it should just be the Holy Spirit. And so I also realized that there are things happening in my body, I believe, are connected to the lack of release of control. And so not a part of my message, but I just wanted to share that um, really allowing the Lord to do whatever he wants to do. And, and I believe that he always brings people on who need to be on. And I don't, I don't know. I'm just, God, I just, I, I give you, I give you my tongue, Holy Spirit. Um, in other, in other um, uh, uh, spaces, I can flow here. I'd be like, I need notes. Y'all know, y'all, I mean, not talk about these notes, but I ain't got nothing. Praise the Lord. I've been liberated. So, but I do have two scriptures. So we're going to go to the 23rd Psalm, that Psalm that we all know very, very well. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And it reads, I'm only going to read from verses one through three. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He restores my soul. The second scripture is Second Chronicles 7, 14. That scripture we think we all know very well as well. And it reads, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. If my people who are called by my way, by my name, sorry, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. And so, the Lord is going to have me talk about today um, just how he's bringing us to this place of healing and restoration. So I know when I, when I hear the verse, second Chronicles seven fourteen, he says healing their land, you know, land is a region. It's a territory. It's, um, can be signified as the ground that we walk on. It can be a terrain where there's greenery. It can be um, a city. Um, but this, the Lord was like, the land 
that I'm healing as my people return and humble themselves, pray and seek my face is this land. And here, us, we are ground. We are soil, our hearts. And I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> I've been experiencing a healing, but the healing has come with the true, for real return, with the positioning and the remaining in him, with the being obedient and, and opting to mature and, and deciding to get to the intimate place, right? And so also this restoring of our souls because our souls are living. Our souls encompass our heart, mind, and our will, our emotions. Our heart is the soil, but it all is within the soul. The soul is living. Everything that we listen to, everything that we, we, we see, everything that happens to us, everything that happens in front of us, everything that we experience, it literally goes in our soul because our eyes and our ears are gateways into the soul, our land. And also our mouth, when we, when we speak things, when we come into agreement with things, when we're in conversations, when we're gossiping, these things are giving access to darkness to enter the soul. When we speak things that are not of kingdom, when we watch things, when we experience things, when people hurt us, when people, when there's damage, when there's all, every, everything worldly. It goes in our souls and it literally will live there and remain there until there is deliverance. That's why you need deliverance. That's why the Lord Jesus comes to cast out demons, because a lot of the things that end up living in our souls, if not dealt with, can become a part of our personality. And then a spirit can be attached and then you have to now get deliverance from that spirit. Right. So. But it's not always a spirit. Sometimes it's just uh, again, um, just things hurt that lives in our soul, pain that lives in our soul. There are things that, again, we talked about the wheat and the tares, where the wheat gets planted, but so have the tares in our souls. And so the soul, the heart realm, is the place that God is healing. It's the land that he's healing. It's, it's because we've decided as a people to literally humble ourselves. And Deuteronomy 8 talked about how he led the children of Israel all this way to bring them to a place of humility. And we've been in the wilderness and he's been bringing us to this place of humility, bringing us to this place to recognize that our, our seek and our, our chase of the world and, and the things of the world. And we've actually... Um, Maybe we haven't made actual images made with hands, but we've made things idle in our lives. I have made people idols in my life. I have made their words an idol. I have worshiped worry. I have worshiped doubt. I have had insecurity. Insecurity became an idol. Fear was an idol. There, I don't know what the idols were for you, but all of these things, desires, the desires of our hearts can become idols. We can chase the desires of our hearts. The very thing that we believe God said, well, God, you promised me this, but then we start to seek the promise and we don't seek his face and it has become an idol. And so God is like, because though, because you've chosen, because we've chosen to humble ourselves, get into this position of prayer, 
worship, seeking his face, this place of intimacy, because we've decided to mature, because we've made a decision to be obedient in this season, because we've decided that we are going to be in the intimate place, we are going to seek his presence. He's bringing forth a healing that we've never experienced before. Heart, mind, and body, soul is healing coming. There are things going on that some of us, they say there's no cure to. He, he is bringing healing, a supernatural, miraculous healing because of our decision. And not knowing that we've been living in the way of the wicked because we've been able to still go to church and read our Bible and listen to worship songs and, and have mild experiences with him and, and encounters with him, but there's still been wickedness in the heart. And so, because again, we've decided to tear those idols down. We've decided to make him the, 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 the focus. He's at the center. He is the rear. He's behind me. He is in the forefront of my heart, the forefront of my decisions. I've decided to, again, Tiara, make his way my way. I'm coming into agreement with who he says and what he says. I'm coming into agreement with how he says to do a thing. I'm deciding to be um, conformed and transformed into who he designed me to be. I am deciding to come out of the old ways. I've allowed my, my flesh to die and I'm living uh, becoming a living sacrifice uh, before him, which is my reasonable worship. He's coming with a healing. It is going to be so that when the enemy comes, he finds nothing in us. Jesus said that. He said in John 14, 30, that the ruler of this world is coming, but when he comes, he finds nothing in me. There's going to be no trace. There's no trace of Satan in Jesus. There's no trace of darkness in Jesus. There's no trace of, of any terror. There's no Satan's territory is not on the territory of Christ. And we are becoming just as clean and purified in our heart, minds, and our souls because of the decisions that we have made. And if you are not yet there in that place where you're starting to experience now the healing, I promise you, if you stay focused on him, if he remains to be at the focus, if he remains to be at the center, in the forefront, if, if, if your heart posture remains on him, if you actively tear down idols, because it wasn't necessarily God that tore idols down, it was the people that had to go into those places, into the high places and tear them down themselves. And maybe you're not aware of every idol. The Lord just revealed even more idols to me this weekend. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I had to repent. The turning comes with a repent. He says, turn, right? Turn. But when we return, it comes with a change. A turn is a change. That's the place of repentance. But in the place of repentance, there's restoration. There's restoration where we start to really understand that the Lord is my shepherd. He guides me. He leads me with his staff. That's what the staff is for, to lead and guide the sheep. The rod is to beat 
everything trying to come and attack the sheep, but he leads us. He's our shepherd. Holy Spirit, he leads us into all truth. I know for myself, I've been so such in the space of God is that you. I haven't had clarity because I made so many other things idols. And the children of Israel had idols in the land. And then false prophets came and spoke things that were not of God. And they didn't recognize God's voice. And so my prayer is that if there are still idols, if there are still things that we haven't fully surrendered and we honestly, we may not even still know. I've really had to, I've been going before the Lord, asking him, God, I need you to show me what is this in my heart? Why, why is this lingering in my heart like this? Why is this the first thing I think about when I wake up? Why is it not you? I'm spending time. What is going on? And he was like, it's been an idol. And you came into agreement with it and you didn't even realize it. And you made it, you gave it, you gave it my place. But because I said in my heart to humble myself and pray and seek his face, he's making me aware of idols. And now I got to tear it down, but he's bringing forth a healing. This truly is also a way we've never been before. A lot of us have sought healing from doctors and medicine and I don't believe there's anything wrong with that but there are some things like I said don't have a cure some medicines actually will make that thing healed but give an infection in another part of your body so that's not even complete healing just saying I know my father has had stage four prostate and he he's he's cancer free but the medicine that he was taking to stay healed ended up doing other things to his heart, but God is coming in with the supernatural healing. That when the enemy comes to us, he will find nothing in us. And I've been like, Lord, I want it to be that I'm so healed. There's no residue. There's no scar tissue. There's no stain. There's no evidence of pain. There's no evidence of hurt. There's no evidence of disease. There's no evidence because some things come from, uh, there have been things that have been inflicted or things that we've done to ourselves. People have hurt us. There's been betrayal. We've experienced loss. Those things hurt. But I believe he's bringing us to a place of miraculous healing. That when the enemy looks at us, he doesn't get to say, ha ha, I did that. But that when God looks at us, he says, aha, I did that. That's mine, what I've been experiencing. So again, the soul, the soul is deep. The soul literally, I don't even know if there's like a, the soul has no physical shape to it, but it's in us, right? We have a soul and it's deep. There's an infinity of death because as long as I live, if I never ever decide to, to cast things out of my soul and cast that pain out or, or that spirit out or that experience out from the time I'm born to the time I'm, I die from this, this earth 
It can live in my soul. That's how deep our souls are. And on Wednesday, I actually was going to ask the question today that Malcolm asked. Minister Malcolm said, how's your intimacy be going, been going? And I was going to ask that today. And I said, okay, well, God, we're not asking that. We Okay, that, okay. I'm not going to ask that on Saturday. But when I sat back and listened, and I heard Dana talk about how the intimacy has been hard because of the place in her soul that it's so much to the point that the pain has possibly brought her to this place where a whale comes out. Yeah, the soul is deep. There are pains in there. They go deep. But deep is calling unto deep. God says, I'm deep is calling unto deep. God is calling us to that deep place. If you've yet not tapped into that deep place, he's saying, I need you to, 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 to allow me to meet you in the deep place, the depths of your soul. Even if that means a wail or a cry or a scream comes out. Because the pain has been that deep. But I will meet you in that place. I will heal that place. Do not be afraid of the sound of a wail or the sound of a scream or the sound of your cries. Because the blessing in the wail is that sound precedes any move of God. I have evidence how sound proceeds when God moves. Acts 2, 2 through 4, a sound of a rushing mighty wind filled the house on the day of Pentecost. And after that, the church was birthed. There was a fire that sat on them, a tongues of fire that sat on them. They ain't never seen that before. Who was speaking in tongues before? Like what? That was, that was a whole new thing that got birthed and it started with a sound. Second Chronicles 20, 21 to, through 23, when Jehoshaphat, King Jehoshaphat and the children of Israel went out to battle and God said, I'm going to do this battle for you. And Jehoshaphat said, hey, make a praise and a shout unto our God. And they lifted up a sound and God set ambushes for their enemy. He did it. But it started with the sound. Joshua chapter six, the walls of Jericho fell, but it not before a sound. Don't be afraid of the sound. For me, pain has been deep. I have been, yep, I have been wailing. Screaming, crying, worshiping. But every time I do, there's a lifting of whatever was hidden here, the deep, he's like yanking it out. Making it new. So that our new way of being, part of our new way of being is being free of the territory of the enemy, however it got here. 
So like I said, if you've not entered into this place, the prerequisite though, of entering into the place where he heals our land, our ground, our soil, our hearts and our minds and our souls like never before is to humble ourselves. Pray, seek his face, turn from the wicked ways. He'll hear from heaven, it says. He will hear, but we can't halfway turn Wicked ways is anything wicked, anything that's not him. We got to get the enemy's territory off of our territory. Uh, and I, I'm being led to, to just say, uh, what are we watching? What are we listening to? That's going on your territory. That's going to hinder the full, miraculous, supernatural healing that God wants to do. What are the conversations that you're entering into? Have you come into agreement with people and things that God did not ordain? Do you need to break those agreements? Do we still need to break some covenants? Do we need to pull out of some things? Are we going to places where God is like, oh, no. Are we being disobedient still in some ways? Listen, God is still showing me my stuff. Eh, that nudge that, that he still, that gentle nudge and that gentle reminder. Thank you, Tierra. He doing it over here still too. But he promises that he will heal us. That no doctor can take credit for. No doctor. No one can take credit for the healing that is coming. The restoring of our soul. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. With him as my shepherd, I'm not going to have any wants. He's going to lead me right to everything I need. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He's going to give us a rest. A rest. I've been restless in my soul. I ain't been able to rest. I've been restless in my soul. I've had so much crap in my soul. I've been so indecisive. I've been scattered. I've been unstable. There was no stability in the soul. It needed to be, but there were things in there I needed to tear down, remove. He will lead us beside the still waters. That's a resting place. And he'll restore our souls. Any comments, questions, or concerns? Thank you for joining us for another episode of the KHOW podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please feel free to email us at khowworshipla at gmail.com. That's K-H-O-W-O-R-S-H-I-P-L-A at gmail.com.